I'm your host, Adam Bolger, a journalist who you might have read in Fatherly or in other publications. Probably most recently, Fatherly, I write a lot about parenting stuff, stuff relating to parenting. I've been writing about film for decades, and I know an annoying amount about film. Uh, Today, I'm talking about one of the most famous films ever made. Uh, which is Star Wars, uh, the first Star Wars movie, which you know launched the Star Wars franchise and a whole culture thing that we've all been infected by uh, for years now. I'm joined by uh, Jeffrey Foy, who's a conceptual artist and also one of my best friends. And here we go. All right. I think this John Williams guy, he's pretty exciting. <laughs> you know, I figured out how to play this on my guitar and also on the Indiana Jones song and it's all just major scales mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah which blew my mind I mean I felt like this I felt like I had cracked the code of music <laughs> you, you, you've got the constitution there in your hands <laughs> yeah it was a da- uh, Dan Brown moment I'm like Jesus had a sister <laughs> whatever the fuck whatever the fuck uh Dan Brown shit was. Yep. Everything makes sense. Yeah. You ever know I mean, how much you know, reading this film begins with? I know, but I got to say, yeah, the the re, you know who you know who evidently rewrote this? It was longer and worse. Oh. When, but you know who rewrote it? Who? Fucking Brian Brian De Palma. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, like George Lucas like showed him this like big gobbledygook thing that went on way longer than this, believe it or not. And Brian De Palma says, George, you're nuts. And he rewrote this, and that's what ends up there. That's that's terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the Carrie guy, the the, the the dress to kill guy. I love Brian De Palma, man. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. I also like he holds these Star Wars movies in contempt. Which Does is, he really? Yeah, he because I think that the story was that they sh- George Lucas showed these movies to all of his, like, uh, fancy, cool director friends. Because, you know, he was all, like, plugged into, like, Spielberg, obviously, and, like, Coppola and Brian De Palma uh, and, and Scorsese and all those dudes. And he showed this movie to them, and they just didn't get it. Because I guess also it was a rough edit. Like, he showed oh, them a yeah. rough edit, and it was, like, the music wasn't there, and the special effects weren't there, and whatever. And maybe, like, it was... It still feels very loud to me. I was... I turned down the volume on the movie. Yeah, me too. All right, all right, there we go. Oh yeah, and at the end, like I think like Brian De Palma came up and was like, "This movie sucks." Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, you know, you watch like any De pa- Brian De Palma movie and you get it, but he—it's very funny to me that he holds these movies in contempt, and so does um, I think David Lynch has publicly said that he holds these movies in contempt too. Wow. Well, because he was because Evan the story is that, um. Lucas asked him to direct Return of the Jedi. What? Like, 
Yeah, yeah, because it was around the time. Because you know, like how they do that with like some, they get some director who's done like a couple independent movies and has a little bit of heat and stuff, and then they're like, okay, we're gonna give you like this big movie, like that. You know, you could do a Marvel movie now or whatever. Right. So, so they're doing that in the early eighties. So they made like a Racerhead or maybe um, the Elephant Man too. I don't even know. But it's like, all right, so let's you know get you. Let's see if you want to do Return of the Jedi. I mean, that's how he ended up doing Dune. You know. Mm-hmm. so instead of dune he could have done return of the jedi but he's like said in some interview where he's like just said that he got like a migraine during the conversation and like this guy started talking to me about something called ewoks and i just had to go <laughs> <laughs> that that's I, that story comforts me yeah yeah me too i mean he is who he is you know it's a good it's a good like like center of the universe kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So, so you, you asked me to watch star Wars with you for this, this, um, podcast. Yeah. I like how you said that dripping with dripping with condescension. Yeah. I love no, well, it. no, 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 no. I, 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 I had blog in my head really hard. It took me <laughs> like, you should. Yeah. Um, Oh, here's the entrance of Vader. Yeah. 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 Nice. Like, so I, I did just recently watch this with my kids. Right. And what are they, and, okay, tell me about that. And and you asked me to watch this. And I'm like, okay, why is Adam asking me to watch this? Well, number one, like yeah. the whole premise of this cat of, of your podcast is, you know, this kind of paying attention to film. Yeah. Um, and I think that first shot where the Star Destroyer comes over is is a great example of what film can do just just on scale. Yes. Um, and another thing I noticed in watching it just recently is all of the interiors are yeah. really shallow. What do you mean? Like, like the, the sense of space. If you're watching right here, oh, like, yeah, yeah. like th- there's the, the, the star destroyer takes in princess Leia's ship and it's, it's a really yeah. big sense of a vast space. Yeah. And then here it's like, you know, all of this looks like it was shot in like, you know, a small office building. <laughs> You're right, but because we saw the huge spaceships before, and we know where this is taking place inside of, like we don't think that it's just like ch- like a cheap hallway. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And so that's interesting observation because I think part of why I mean the movies, the, the original trilogy, they have this great visual sense, and it all comes out of in my mind. It all comes out of George Lucas being like fascinated by cars and motors and. Mm-hmm engineering and shit like that and so that all comes through like this everything looks like it has a purpose like everything in this hallway like those tubes and shit have to be there you know and i like like look above like princess leia's head there's like the grease coming down like it's used yeah weirdly they lost that for the prequels i feel yeah yeah well i think it's kind of like a post this is like a post-apocalyptic kind of moment what do you mean? Right. Well, it's like like the society has like fallen. Oh yeah, and like all yeah. of the technology is kind of reused, except for the imperial stuff. They they get the new. They're like the rich cousins right now. Right. Yeah. The empire gets all the yeah the military industrial complex of the empire. They get everything good, and uh, and everybody else just kind of has to live off the scraps, right? Totally. Totally. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, that makes sense of like why you'd want to rebel. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's funny because it's it's such this simple story, you know, it's like there's a rebellion 
And I mean, there's you know good guys and bad guys, and there's a rebellion. There's like an evil king or whatever, and a good prince and a good princess, and they got to fight against it. And and then there's like fifty years of filling in every single blanks in that simplicity. Yes. Yeah. But and the other thing is like it's so simple and it's so like you can kind of put anything on it that you want. And so I don't even know what's like what is really real from the actual story. Cause like, I kind of doubt the stuff that George Lucas has said about this being influenced by Joseph Campbell. I think that it kind of just tracks with Joseph Campbell and later he, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. 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 And I think later he just kind of was like, Oh yeah, well here's a, the smartest book that I can make this make sense through the framework of, you know? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. If you think it's, you know, maybe that's just a bullshit itch in my brain. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I think the Joseph Campbell thing is there, but it's like, like, is that that interesting? It's like, I don't know. Like, that's you know, true. Like, like there, there are these plots and stories that, that are fun and make sense and, and people keep coming back to. And just the idea that there is like a good guy and a bad you know good guy bad guy yeah 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 good guy standing up at the end um yeah you know it kind of to be honest it kind of tracks with with politics of of the day right and uh, yeah the politics well that was the next thing i was going to talk about but but let me hang on this for one hang on let's let's go because right now we've got uh c3po and r2 yeah yeah, yeah. the desert which brings me back to why i think you did ask me to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that that was part of my 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 intro thinking. <laughs> sure. I'm gonna be like really you know suave and, and come up with a well worded thing and sound like I wasn't trying to fill time. <laughs> but uh, we watched the Kurosawa film Hidden Fortress together. Yes. Back yes. when the only way we could see it was by going to a screening of a film print in Los Angeles that was yep. missing the first ten minutes. Something like that. Yeah, like it missed a bu- a big chunk of it. And explain why that's significant, especially at this moment in the movie. Well, because the um the 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 film Hidden Fortress uh, features two farmers. Yep. Um, and their characters are what Lucas based the the two androids off of. Um, yeah. Kind of slightly bumbling, um, but also you know there with the right thing in the right moment. Um, right. And the plot of the film is that. Um, is it a, a king and a princess and a third guy hire these farmers to take them across enemy territory? Yeah, it's it's something like that. Which, I, I don't like, remember the specifics. But eerily it tracks with what this film is about to show us. Right, yeah, absolutely. And it's a, an Akira Kurosawa film, a Japanese film about samurai. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, you know... And so you see this desert stuff and it's, it's a really, it's a great film. I loved it. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Yes. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like, you know, watching a movie and it's like a, you know, like that movie exists and Ooh, it always exists. No, oh, no worries. Um, it's a static Whoa, oh, thing. Shit. Oh yeah. Now you fucked up. Now I fucked up. Hang on. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Let's go back. Cause there. now we got, this is a good idea by the way, even though, um, even though like we're not, so we're doing this like group watch thing through Disney Plus, you know, not to really 
tout Disney too much, you know, not to shill for Disney. <laughs> but like, well, it's nice. This is actually, but, but, oh my god! Except what the like, fuck, man? What are you doing? I'm apparently <laughs> hitting the timeline. No, was that you? Wait, wait. All right, all right. That was me. Okay. Right, I just went back to Darth Vader. All right. So you figure out where you want to be in this movie. I was really. I thought I was close, and then I, I accidentally touched the wrong part of the timeline. There you go. Okay, so three PO is about to discover the job. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay, cool. Yeah. And somehow we jumped back again. No, I jumped back. Oh, you might... jumped back. All right, all right. So three PO is now walking in the desert, right? Here we go. There. And... Yeah, oh, perfect. Okay. Oh my god! Don't touch <laughs> your computer. Which is right. good advice in general. And it's nice. <laughs> like I get to chat and not have yeah. to breathe your air. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So oh yeah, what I was gonna say, that was not only um I that was so fucking fun. That was one like like you know, we've hung out a million times and we've yeah. had a lot of like we've had, you know, there's a million fun memories I, I have with you, you know. And uh, that was so fucking fun to me, and that was such a great night. And it's like, you know, some of it is like, yeah, we're just watching this movie. And I guess you could say it was like passive entertainment or something. And the movie's always going to be there. And, may, you know, you and I weren't really doing anything to make this memory. But it was sort of like, that is a treasured memory for me, honestly. But it, it's also being in an audience of people who are really into what you're watching. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that, that kind of group crowd experience thing is completely lost these days. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. when you don't when you're not able to go see you know, a film on opening night when everyone's really, really excited to see it. At like Right, or even or but that was far from open that was like seventy years after opening night. Too. Oh yeah, but but everyone there was yeah. really excited to see this because they were all such Star Wars nerds. Right, Largely. right. Yeah, large or you know, I, I'm not a huge I mean, I like Star Wars and stuff. I mean it's uh, that's, there's a lot of asterisks on that, but, oh yeah. um, but I was, you know, curious to see this samurai, you know, samurai, uh, a Kuria Kurosawa movie that influenced it. Yes. You know, not even so much for Star Wars, but like, I guess I am, I am really curious about the stuff that, um, influenced Star Wars for whatever reason. Well, it's, it's like a classic, uh, it's the old saw where like, um, good artists do something and great artists steal. Right. A good artist, bar, uh, a mediocre artist, bar. yeah, I know what you're talking there about. It is. Yeah. And it's, and the funny thing is they're trying to act like there's a distinction. Right. Yeah. Where, where there really isn't. But, um, because the other thing, uh, okay. All right. So the other point I wanted to make about the seventies and archetypes and Joseph Campbell. Yes. All right. Was that also, cause I just read a bunch of, I, sort of started learning this year about Carl Jung and our Jungian archetypes. Okay. Which was huge in the seventies. Yes. Yeah. That was like seventies psychology and everyone was talking about it. And I think all that Joseph Campbell stuff, I mean, you know, it, it well, I don't think it is true. All that Joseph Campbell stuff is related to that. Mm -hmm. So everybody's like reading Carl Jung and, you know, you read the stuff about archetypes, that personality archetypes, and you're like, oh, you know, there's, and you're looking at stories and whatever, and ways to, stories and people and whatever ways are going to make sense to the world. And then you get to Joseph Campbell, and I think it's, just, you know, it, it creates its own gravy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, like, like it's sure. its own, yeah, like everybody's reading these books, and then like 
George Lucas is also reading it. Everybody who's like trying to go on a voyage of self-discovery. <laughs> this is the stuff they're turning to as like uh, the, the guide is young. And right. then like, you know, there's this related thing, which is Joseph Campbell. And then, you know, everybody's watching Star Wars because Star Wars is the biggest fucking thing. And then, and then uh, George Lucas comes out. He's like, oh, yeah. So, um, you know, Joseph Campbell or whatever. Well, and uh, you also have to remember that, like, you know, 1977 is, isn't exactly a high point in uh, U.S. history. Like, right. You know, I don't remember what, what the gas crisis. Like, right. Well, that's, that's the other. Yeah, that's the next thing I wanted to talk about that definitely want to talk about. And because I was saying like this movie, it's so simple and then you can put all this stuff on it. So the next idea is that the rebels are the Viet Cong. Oh, have you heard that? No, I like it, though. I think George Lucas actually might have said that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the rebel and it makes, you know, and so that would what would make the who would be the empire then? Yeah, that's a question. Well, the United States. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, and, and so then you think, all right, well that, that tracks pretty well too. Like, you know, we're drifting away from the, um, you know, psychological, mystical mumbo jumbo stuff into, you know, history, real, the real world. Definitely more fun. Well, but I think they're both equally fun. Sure. Honestly. And I think they both inform each other too. That's like um, something I've been discovering lately. I think um, this scene, that, that interior where they discover each other inside of the, the Jawas transport is a yeah. great example of, of one of the big reasons why people love this movie. Yeah. Is the kind of detail. Oh, stupid CGI. Um, I know. This is when we first get to the special edition bullshit. Oh, it's, it's really, yeah. you, you really have, it requires a fair amount of ignoring. Yeah, the stormtrooper riding a lizard, but also it's kind of like this slapstick comedy where he can't really do it that well, and it just sucks. Everything about it sucks, and it's like it just, just the pacing of the movie just dies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was kind of yeah. under this movie's spell, you know. Yeah, yeah. Even though you know, I'm kind of just because I'm treating it right. This is this is the optimal way I think for me to watch this movie is to treat it like a baseball game in the afternoon where Perfect. I'm like. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like having some beers with my buddy and whatever. We're chopping it up. And every once in a while, like, you know, maybe like. Oh, hey, look at that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, somebody will hit a double. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Baseball is a perfect. It's it's maybe the perfect spectator sport. Yeah, absolutely. Just like, what are you going to do? What else are you going to do? Right. You're going for beers? Yeah, get me one, please. (laughs) Speaking of which, like maybe in about ten minutes, I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna ask if we can pause this so I can grab another beer. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what do you think of the Vietnam thing, though? Um, I mean, certainly yeah, I mean, timely. It's it's kind of that thing where it's like, is it possible to to see anything outside of the lens of Vietnam? Um, yeah, but but it's also this kind of. It's a very. Uh, like I don't think that's why people fell in love with this movie. No, I do not. I, I I agree with you, but it's interesting to think that this is America's favorite movie, and it's a it's kind of low key about America being uh, imperialist oppressors. Yeah, yeah, that's you know. Um, but again, maybe that's just a product of it being so simple that you can hang anything on it. It it is this like very open text. Um, yeah. Oh, let's jump on to another thing. Let's yeah, yeah. 
How do you feel about Luke Skywalker? Um, are, are you are you asking me a Mandalorian question? <laughs> no, I I, I I know that I think he's on the Mandalorian. I've never I've I've not seen the Mandalorian. Well, let um, I, I I've already said too much. Okay, all right, all right. But I mean, like, because people complain about him being whiny or whatever. Oh, I think he's whiny as all get out. But it, 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 I was thinking about this, where it's just like maybe he's like that's how you're communicating that he's like you know twenty three or something. You know, he's he's the yeah. kind of you know fresh face. But Uncle Owen, yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking about talking about like uh, you know Uncle Owen and Aunt uh, Baru or something. Baru, Baru, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Like, how much do you think we've turned into them? What do you uh, mean? Pre-barbecue. Well, it's like, you know, here's the, <laughs> you know, settled farmers living a quiet life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was just making a mid-40s comment there. more than Yeah, anything. no, you're absolutely right. Because it's sort of like, they're the forces of boring and stay oh, yeah. at home and don't fly your cool, your cool spaceship. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And, but also, you know, comforts, you know, comforts and, um, yeah. yeah. And that's, the, yeah. I think that might, is there other eating in the film? I, they, 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 the milk thing, the blue milk. Yep. I think, which unfortunately, which got a lot more backstory in, uh, in the last Jedi than I think ever anybody ever wanted. Yeah. <laughs> which is really funny it's sort of like they answered a question nobody ever asked like hey where did that blue milk come from did you did you know anyone who had the um the tupperware glasses that they're they're drinking out of i think i might no oh no 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 oh like the 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 i was thinking of something different like the i was thinking of the burger king um commemorative glasses oh wow yeah <laughs> i mean that's I plenty of people had those we could talk about is just how well commercialized and accessorized this film was yeah absolutely Um, and in a lot of ways it kind of is the beginning of the current idea of how you're a fan about something yes um you know where um harmy here you know yeah yeah let's talk about harmy is by you know re-editing the damn thing right do you want to do you want to define what harmy is or should i do that uh you 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 found him so i'm (laughs) I'm, I'm, uh... All right. Well, so th- let's talk about. So, all right. So I'm gonna because I want you. I feel like I'm talking too much. I'm tired of my voice. I want to hear your voice. Oh, I get Why? tired of my voice too. Well, I think, I think the thing is, is, is you know, we we've set out we're gonna watch Star Wars. Yeah. And so yeah. we we need to talk about what that is. Well, first of all, the movie originally came out as Star Wars, and then I think two years later, yeah, when I read the Wikipedia article, it was. Yeah. Uh, had the subtitle episode four a new hope right yeah um and then lucas you know added all this these little details to just slow it down and um remind us that job of the hut is like sitting on top of of uh ham sand ham salads um, <laughs> yeah you know um, which is, of course, a reference to the 1979 spoof Hardware Wars. Right, which um, I've never seen, to be honest. Really? It's it's pretty slow and not funny. You got to see it. <laughs> what an endorsement. It's, it's again... Wait, wait, wait. Are you Joe Biden's presidential campaign? <laughs> it kind of sounds like it, right? <laughs> um, 
hey, it's it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty slow and not and not enjoyable, but you got to vote for him. Well, there's nothing else like it at the time. And so you, you right. put yeah, on those, yeah. those history glasses, just as this film, there are moments with the special effects where you really have to just kind of accept, you know, that those clunky things that they're looking at are computers. You're like, right. Yeah. Which is interesting. Cause like, I, I, um, I actually quite like rogue one. I think that's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it holds up. Yeah. And what's interesting is they, they help, they, carried that over all that technology the same look of it but they made it make sense it's kind of like you know what if you're in space and they never develop like the internet or something i guess some right. different evolutionary strand of technology I, I, it, it doesn't bother me that much the look of it no i mean it's certainly not yeah. like like something like buck rogers where the you know the 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 technology looks like gee whiz bang it, it just looks right. so dated like you know yeah Golly, the, t- the TV show Buck Rogers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or even I love that show, man. Battlestar Galactica, the 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 original. Yeah, yeah. Which was which looked exactly like Star Wars. Like yes. In, which terms of tech? Oh, you know what I I didn't watch the whole thing of it, but I watched about the first twenty minutes of it. And if we we should do a follow up on this of like because I talked to you about Star Crash. The Italian ripoff of Star oh, you, Wars. Yes, you did talk. Tell me about Star. Yeah, Wars. yeah, and it's like a girl in a bikini <laughs> running around in space, right? <laughs> and it's it's not good at all. Oh yeah, and um, David Hasselhoff's in it too, so it's right. not good. It's not good at all. But it's you know interesting and whatever. But the I started watching also the Roger Corman ripoff version of Star Wars, which was his um, the Seven Samurai in Space, mm. uh, a battle. Battle Beyond the Stars. Okay. And 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 um so the special effects in that movie uh were done by a guy you might have heard of. Uh this first thing James Cameron ever did. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually you know what? It's good. A lot of the special effects, a lot of the sets, a lot of the stuff, it's much better than you would ever expect it to be. Wow. And, um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's cool to, you're, you're watching and you're like, uh and and you're like, why is this better than I expected it to be? Well, first of all, they're ripping off you know one of the greatest stories of all time, right? But um, and they also have like like a lot of recognizable actors are in it, huh. like um John Saxon, the guy who's in Enter the Dragon, is in it. Robert Vaughn, who's in the uh, Magnificent Seven, he's yeah. in it. Fucking um, uh, George Papard from the A Team and Breakfast at Tiffany's, sure, he's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just a little, it's, you know, cheaper and cheesier, but they had James Cameron, do, young, young go-getter, you know, got to prove himself, James Cameron, and he fucking pulled out all the stops on that movie. Huh. Yeah. And it's pretty good. Like they do, because like Star Crash, I was watching that and like I was thinking about like the intro, like we talked about the intro of Star Wars the other day, those two like spaceships, the the iconic intros in parodied, you know? Yes. They want to impress impress upon you the hugeness of these spaceships, you know, and they try to do that in Star the beginning of Star Crash, and but the the models suck, <laughs> so you're just like, oh, that's clearly white plastic. You can and see them pretty- like swinging back and forth on the fishing line. Yeah, it feels like that. Like it's almost it's like Ed Wood Star Wars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then you want then they but of course Battle Beyond the Stars 
starts the same way because that's what the, they decided that every sp- spaceship movie has to start with that you know that was like 10 years that's how influ- that's how impactful star wars was so, yeah i mean there's there's this it's all oh, this is beautiful to talk yeah. about what this film influenced yeah and how it how it becomes this prototype um because it's also it also has this you know um rogue cowboy myth that kind of yeah fuels you know the the rise of like reagan conservatism oh you think so talk about that well just just you have the um you know the the empire is this large governmental structure and you've you've got the 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 fast shooting guys running into the middle of everything and somehow run out and um it very much I'm picking up on kind of the, the, the nature of, of what you were talking about, where it's, it's a very open text. It can be reinterpreted and reinterpreted so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, and, and I've been, you know, reading up on the rise of conservatism. So I'm, you know, <laughs> mapping up. Oh, that's, a, uh, that's interesting connection because one thing I've been thinking about a bunch lately is um, like how seventies new, new age culture, which again is like Carl Jung and fucking um, Joseph Campbell and all that stuff. And um, okay, I, I have a whole tangent I go off into, but I'm gonna I'm gonna focus and not do it. All right. So how that it, that really led to cultural conservatism because it's all about it's all about the individual. Yes. You know, yes. it's all about That's going exactly internal. Yes. Yeah. What was that? I, I'm I'm I I am I'm. Uh, uh, we're 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 on we're very much on the same trip here where it's you know this yeah. is not about you know it's it's barely a group of people what is it like four people who who take down the empire they they destroy the death star right oh yeah yeah you yeah know? i mean really it's it's luke who has this superpower which is like this you know almost like ayn rand um dream right you know let 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 the people who can do go just, just right right un, un, yeah that's true. unshackle them so they can achieve their <laughs> dreams um, oh yeah yeah i mean that's what because like uh okay, this is one of my favorite visual effects in the movie oh yeah the, this the 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 floating land speeder the floating land speeder so the land speeder is on like a long arm yeah and there's a central pivot so they're just going around in a circle Oh, like a lazy Susan. Like a lazy Susan. And they've, got the cam- <laughs> they've got the camera like on a truck, like matching the yeah. Um And so if you look at it, you can see it's kind of bouncing the way that a weight would bounce on a long arm. Like right. even there, you see how the, the land speeder is just kind of bobbing up and down a little bit because it, it really can never be that still. If you ever touch it, it's, it's like right. back and forth constantly. But I think that was one of the things that like George Lucas was because I love that too, and I'm with you too. Like that image has always stuck with me for whatever reason. That really like animated me as a kid. The image of the the speeder moving, right? And I think that's something like George. That's something that George Lucas thought was a shitty effect, and he's that's like funny. tried to fix. Yeah. Which is yeah a bunch of this. Oh yeah, this stuff. So now we're with the because um, people are not gonna be able to track this because we jumped around before. This, we rendered it useless as a voiceover commentary. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, this is a, what are these guys called? The the desert guys. These these are the sand people. The sand people, yeah. So right. the, the sand people scene, and that's beautiful too. When he raises up the um, 
that's old school cool filmmaking because he raises up that weapon and he goes eh, 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 and it's just the same shot run back and forth yes yeah that's beautiful and this is fucked up so they have this thing with like r2d2 like with more rocks in front of him they digitize more rocks in front of him is that did they really yeah yeah i believe so Ugh. i think if you watch the original you can kind of see them but then the special editions put more rocks in front of them and i think it was kind of like my my assumption is that like some computer guy some computer imagery guy like made a presentation and george lucas said for example george we can put more rocks in front of r2d2 and he was like oh yes that's what we should do yeah pour more more rocks in front of him more rock is there any way we can get rid of all the guns yeah <laughs> what's the gum oh g-u-n-s guns oh the guns yeah oh that's what i did in et right yeah exactly exactly We're, yeah this is it's it's kind of like um was it the 80s when ted turner was colorizing classic black and white yeah i was thinking about that recently because um Oh, I, I showed my daughter Laurel and Hardy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I showed her like the one of the comedy. Stairs. What's that? The piano, the, the, the gag they do with the piano going down the stairs and <laughs> Silver Lake. I'll send you the one I showed to her because there is a sequence in it. It's like a 20 minute one of their comedy shorts, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. And there's like a, about 10 minutes in, and the whole thing is good, but then it like towards the end, there's like a run of about like five minutes. It's like the funniest, craziest thing I've ever seen in a movie. Like I was howling and I was just like, I was howling and I was like, this is like pure cinema and it's so funny. And like maybe a six year old girl would like this. Right. Maybe. And so I showed it to her and she was howling, just right. howling on the floor. And she was like, I want to see more of this. <laughs> and she's like, you know, I'm like, yeah, let's watch the silly guy. So we watched their, um, their Christmas movie, The March of the Wooden Soldiers. Ah, uh, yes. Which kind of sucks, honestly. It does kind of suck, honestly. It's it's um. Yeah, I was disappointed because the short family that really likes that movie. What's that? My my um my in laws enjoy that movie, and I I find it. You know, it's it's okay. It's yeah. My my brother, I think they played it a lot on TV. Okay. Um, yeah, and I and I because they're they're Connecticut, right? Yeah, your in-laws. Yeah, oh, so they probably watch Channel Eleven. Guinness has this great line where he's like, "Of course I know him. He's me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which it was you know, astonishing because like for once Lucas went with like efficiency in the writing. Right. Yeah. It's just this. It's really. It's quick. It's tight. Um, yeah, this great turn where you, as an audience member, your 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 perception of who this person is flips. Right. Yeah. Because um, you think he's just some old desert man. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he's the old crazy guy. Right. Yeah. But it turns out no, he's this yeah. legendary warrior or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, and Alec Guinness, another guy who holds Star Wars in contempt. Oh, amazing. Do you, oh, have you heard that? That he like, I think that there's like. Um, you can find on the internet like people would write him letter, wrote him letters in the seventies, and then like when they were kids, and they were like we love Star Wars, it's our favorite movie. And he wrote him back and was like, watch another movie. <laughs> he he has made a few films. Yeah, yeah, he's in fucking Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, 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 Just little yeah. Little ones. Now, yeah, I mean, well, it's also yeah, it's. It, 
I guess it's kind of earned arrogance, but it's kind of like, fuck you, man. You're in Star Wars. Like, this is the biggest movie of all time. No, but I've, I've heard that story from a number of actors where they just get known for something. And it's like, you know, you know, like, uh, I, I can't even like w- people asking Will Ferrell to, to play more cowbell. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, why are they asking me about uh, Elf? Right, like, what's that? like I've only been in like forty other films, and the burrito line right. is a lot funnier from. Um, yeah, Superman. it would be funny if he was like, "I've been in forty other movies, and at least three of them are really good." Yeah, there. That see, that's <laughs> that's the pithy line right there. <laughs> I'm glad you like that. What, what the what the the Will Ferrell thing? Oh no 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 no! no. I'm saying like like. Uh, you know, the, the, the Hollywood star that's that's known for a line that becomes a catchphrase, or I guess the, the current name would be meme. And and they're right, the yeah. Response, the, the, the killer response would be, I'm really glad you enjoy that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, I mean, because it's like, at least you have a positive effect on somebody. Right. You know, you've kind of created this thing in the world. You brought some joy to somebody. And maybe it's a little bit annoying, but, you know, you got to be like, if they're cool about it, just be, all right, yeah, I'm cool about it. But also, I, I do like that. I it's it, it's a special case with Star Wars though, because this it's, is the biggest movie of all time. Personally, that that entertains me to no end. Um, because yeah. what's what's his name? H. John Benjamin. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've he's great. His name he he does Archer. Yeah, and Bob's Burgers. And Bob's Burgers, but he also yeah. is the narrator on the Who Was show. I don't know what that it's, is. It's a, it's good. Your your Agatha would like it. It's like a hit okay. show. Um, she loves Bob's Burgers, by the way. Oh, my my Imogen just started watching Bob's Burgers, and she is much further into all thirty two seasons of The Simpsons than I am. <laughs> oh boy, I had to turn The Simpsons off at some point with Agatha. I was like, it's a little too hyper. I, it, and, it, and also, I guess. Like in the last like half of the seasons, that it get, there's a lot of uh, you know marriage and sex stuff. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, that's the thing that's nice about Bob's Burgers is that it's it's so smart and so good, and it's not a compromised show at all. But it's all about like a family that loves each other. Yes, you know, Which, like, there's 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 no on. there's no at at its heart, it's like it's zero percent cynical. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the other thing, so I watched the documentary. <laughs> I watched a documentary about uh, Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. Oh, okay. Have you seen that? No, it's great. It's great. Cause Carrie Fisher, she just did. She's, she's deranged. She was, she was deranged, but yeah. she was so chill. Yeah. She was like, she remind. she's like a girl that we would have gone to college with. Yeah. And she just like recently came out with like, yeah, I, yeah, I slept with Harrison Ford during the film, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I think shortly before she died, she talked about that, and then I think she said, "I should have fucked Mark Hamill instead." Ah! <laughs> 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 uh, see, there's a good line. Yeah, <laughs> well, she's so funny, man, and she's a great. She was such a great writer, and she was. She had a great under appreciation of language, like even in the. I had this really embarrassing moment actually with that movie as I watched it, and she said. She quotes T.S. Eliot in the movie, just out of nowhere. Huh? Yeah, she just quotes The Wasteland. Okay. And she's like, you know, uh, it was something about a crab scuttling across. I don't forget what the fuck it is. It right. Lying. But I was like, what? What? This is a beautiful use of the English language. What the fuck is she talking about 
And I put that up on social media and I thought it was just like a funny thing about Carrie Fisher, you know, whatever. Everybody's right. going to like be like, oh yeah, she was great, kind of weird. But then people are like, no, that was the wasteland that she's quoting there. And I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be this person with a facility with the English language and no references. And Jesus, I feel like an asshole now. But um, wasteland after that? I reread it. I did. Right. Why is Vader standing? Oh, yeah. 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 Because well, he's like, cool. Like, I mean, he looks, it, it would be dumb if he were sitting i I, i'm not i'm not advocating vader sitting but but like so first this this movie to me what's funny is that it it has a lot to like lucas uses hubris a lot so you know the uh the two droids go in the escape pod and you see the commanders like oh let's shoot them it's like nah there's no one on there let it go right yeah you know just like oh i'm gonna be the and and then you know oh we're gonna build the Death Star, yeah. Except we're gonna have a hole in it. <laughs> well, that's what Rogue One explains, even kind of unnecessarily, but in a yeah. Way. I I, just, I like that movie though. I get that it's you, it doesn't have to exist, but the actual finished product is very good. Okay, so speaking of explaining things, did you hear about the novel that's coming out? No, about which one? it's it's a prequel to The Great Gatsby. <laughs> oh shit! Really. It's I'm I'm I, I wish I was joking, but it's funny because like like Star Wars is this iconic text that people are like even you know I I like you said lots of asterisks yeah, yeah but yeah, like yeah. I get angry when they mess with it yeah and yeah, yeah. um as as with with Gatsby where it's this like yeah 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 great Gatsby whatever yeah. it's really well written it's a great book yeah absolutely yeah. yeah I love and, that book yeah. And, and, and yeah, so this author came out and he's just like, he decided to like write in Nick's story before he meets Gatsby. Okay. And, just, and like Gatsby is kind of like in the background. Yeah, um, but that's kind of like almost what the great Gatsby is. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like I like the great Gatsby and I appreciate, I, 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 I guess I like the guy's fascination with it. Um, it's like write another book, man. Oh, here goes so it's Uncle Owen. Yeah, this is the grisliest moment in every single yeah. Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, except I guess when he, the implied violence of um, uh, when Anakin kills the children in um, what which one is the the third prequel? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's probably the gnarliest. Yeah that that's rough. Yeah. That this scene where you actually see the burnt out skeletons, which kind of it kind of reminds me of um Psycho a little bit, mm. like you know, when you see uh Norman Bates's mother, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. I don't know, maybe I'm just thinking that because th- it's skeletons, but there's something about it, like that reveal, like oh, that tone. I mean, I also think this is good filmmaking where you have the you know, you have the uh. Oh, the, the dripping the needle spear coming in with the the hypodermic, yeah. and they close the door. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's that's like right. we're not going to show you this. Right, right. Is there not? Does the needle not drip? <laughs> is that something like has been that my mind that created? Out, Dude, this is this is the future. It's it, they figured all this stuff out. No, no. I mean, like I rem- I have this visceral memory of that being so terrifying. This idea that there's going to be this little floating bubble of yeah. hypodermic needle and i remember like the the needle dripping and that being really scary mm. and i guess that's just i think i was just so scared of the concept i filled in those blanks right right 
I don't think they would have digitized out that. That would be hilarious. Yeah, if they digitize out that for being too scary, but after the, show, the burning, the burning the first skulls. moment in my life where I'm, I'm hoping that they digitized something <laughs> in, in a Star Wars film. I don't know. Maybe maybe I made my mind filled in those blanks. But um, oh yes, this is the funny thing about the. This is why I brought up the Debbie Reynolds, Carrie uh, Fisher thing. Is that so oh, Debbie yeah. Reynolds like the biggest star, the biggest movie star of the fifties? It really impress the movie really impresses upon you how huge she was and how beloved she was and how she was in a million movies and she was so talented and she sang and danced and did all this stuff. And, you know, she's in singing in the rain and whatever. Stupid rats. Was that these, these little kangaroo rat things that they added. And this, then this scene, Oh, it sucks when they go to the city and the dumb robots. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. (sighs) But yeah, so Debbie Reynolds, like the most talented, biggest movie star in the world. And her daughter, who's like a, a, barely a shadow of her talent makes is in star Wars, the biggest movie of all time. Right. Which is so funny to me. It's that accident of history. You know, I mean, not, not, I love Carrie Fisher. She was fucking like, yeah, all this terrible digitized shit. Like it, they just like had that dinosaur thing walk across the screen and it looks like shit. It really looks terrible. I mean, it's, it's a little bit comical that, that they use that as the wipe. Yeah. Um, which this film uses a lot of wipe transitions. I know. I love that. I love the wipe transitions because it's the only movie that does that. They're, they're, they're out there, but it's, it definitely kind of adds the, okay. So here's, here's, this might be the moment, but did you read, you, you've read the Wikipedia entry where it says star Wars is a space opera. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, like I, I, I know many, many examples in art where, you know, um, all sorts of dance will be referred to as ballet to sort of elevate it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and it's like, like, is this really an opera? Yeah. Like, like maybe just cause it deals with like classical themes of good and evil, but, but it just, it seems like it's a, seems like a bit of a reach of the description. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, space fairy tale, maybe. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happier with fairy tale or, you know, saga. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, I think that also now that you brought that up, oh, this bar scene is so good. I hope they don't yeah. change this too much. And hey, how about that crazy Star Wars bar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that rules. There's a lot of kooky creatures in there. Yeah. They didn't like this, I guess, when they first made the movie, which is so interesting. Like Mark Hamill was... He, I, I think it's one of the early shots they did. And he was like, they told me there are going to be all these fantastic creatures, but are all, but instead it was like, just um, like Wolfman masks and stuff. Oh, funny. Yeah. It was all like cheap. It was very cheap. I think, I think they did change it. I think there's a lot of like animal masks and now there's, there seems to be less of that, but they, they kept, huh. they kept in the, uh, the devil mask, which was straight up a Halloween mask, I believe. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, they gussied this up, and it's all right. It's not that bad. It's also like it's it's again. It's kind of dirty. It's dirty, and yeah, it's cool. I mean, it seems like a cool fucking dive bar in space. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the Johnsons. <laughs> yeah, space. you know, if you were a bounty hunter. Yeah. Taking a break. <laughs> a hipster bounty hunter. You, you don't want to get your blue milk there. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the other thing is it's like, um, are they getting drunk? You know, because it's like they're they're using these '70s plastic cups and things are smoking and whatever. And um, oh, that was always the best. The the hammerhead guy, the hammerhead guy yes. there, that was always the best Star Wars character because he was the easiest to make stand up. <laughs> he would balance. Yeah, he would balance so the good. Yeah, oh action God. figure. Yeah, I mean, my I was gonna, I, 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 in thinking about this, I was, I was remembering going to, I think I was like at Sears with my mom. Yeah, and they had the section of all the Star Wars action figures. Oh, it sounds awesome. There's like it was like two aisles of star Wars stuff. Yeah. Um, which I think is, a, you know, another part of, of what the film has become because it was marketed to in these kid toys. Right. Um, I yeah. don't think they'd done that quite to the scale or success. No, they absolutely had not. That was a new thing that nobody had done that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, you know, the whole thing, like they, they hadn't made them in time. Right. Oh no! Yeah, like they, the movie came out. I forget what time of year, but then, so like everybody loves this movie, and they want these toys for Christmas, and all these packages came out, and they they came with IOUs. No, they were certificates. Like you'd have to mail, and you'd get like a, a figure or something. Oh, that's I didn't know about that. I I'm pretty sure that's true. I'm like ninety percent that's true, and also so, I, when. When Return of the Jedi came out, they had some weird promotion where the um, they had an artificial scarcity for the Emperor. Oh, the Emperor figure. Okay. He had like mail away for it, and he had to get like proof of purchases or something. Oh, jeez. I know, I know. So, and sort of like in the context of the movie, it's like that's the worst guy. Oh, right, here we go. Uh, uh, ham salad himself. Right there. There's yeah. the introduction. Yeah, and this is so. Yeah, so this is. Right, I'm going to be very vulnerable. Be, be very vulnerable for a second. More vulnerable than I'm probably really comfortable with. But the th- I think that the reason this movie resonated so much with me when I was a kid was I really vibed on this friendship and the idea of like becoming a friend. You know, mm-hmm. it's like friendship forming over the course of a movie. And again, you because know, I was an awkward kid, I found it very hard to make friends. And, you know, so you have like this, you know, Luke Skywalker, you know, some nobody guy. And then he meets like this super cool guy who over the course of the movie, you find out is not super cool, but it, like you find that out in like fun ways, you know? And then like the, course, like I just, that really animated me more than anything else was them becoming friends. Mm. Yeah. It's such a, I mean, cause I mean, there's a lot of those themes going on in this where, you know, like, Ben Kenobi is Luke's father figure almost, yeah. you know, 30 seconds after they meet, right. um, you know, we're, we're coming up on Han shooting first. Oh yeah. Um, I was going to, do you have thoughts about that? Uh, you know, it's just, it, I just don't care. Yeah. Like, I think it's actually better if Han Solo is a little bit of a dirtbag cause he can get redemption. Like, like he, he can achieve grace, right. but you got to start low. Yeah. Yeah, he's. A, um, I mean, it's, it's nice because it shows he's a scumbag, right? Yeah, but it's something I don't think I even remembered him. Sh- this gunfight between him and Greedo until it became like this internet debate, right? Or maybe I'm blanking this out. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't think it was even. An, I mean, by by doing what what was done and the sort of you know having 
Greedo shoot first or whatever. Yeah. Um, it makes it a debate. Like it certainly, yeah. you know, tr- trying to hide this definitely revealed it more stronger than anything else. Any other, anything else could have happened. Right. They changed happen. it again for the Disney plus version. Did they really? Yeah. I forget how, I, mean, I guess we're, we'll find out. I mean, I don't know if you, the, uh, there's probably some YouTube video of like a direct comparison. All right. How about after we shoot, we, we take a quick two minute break for refreshments. Sounds perfect. All right, cool. Mick duration and refreshment. Indeed. This is also where we should, you know, note the, the change of the original intent for the third of the original series was supposed to be revenge of the Jedi. Yeah. But, um, Lucas was so pissed that, uh, people started black marketing, um, you know, selling copies of, of merchandise for revenge of the Jedi that just out of spite, he changed the name of the film so that all that stuff was used, was worthless. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man. Cause that makes it even cooler. <laughs> oh yeah. If I, I, I would, I would pay real money for a revenge of the Jedi t-shirt. It's a rich universe. <laughs> it is, you know, and it's, it's something where like just the star, just the, the sort of, complexity of of the number of stories that they've chosen to make that are situated within the universe of this narrative. Yeah. 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 And then you layer on top of that, you know, before they made the final three films, they cut a bunch of stuff out of the um, canon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all like, no, those are this other star Wars legends. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's crazy to me because for years, that's what Star Wars was to a lot of people. That you know, because you had the three movies, the three movies in like the seventies and the eighties, and then right, it existed. Should in hit com- play, by the way. What's that? Should we hit play? Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. You 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 hit play. Yeah, I've I have hit play. Good, good, good. Yeah, like, um, and I read one of those, the one that was supposed to be the best one. Okay, sort of recently. Called like the Thrawn trilogy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did you read that? No, I just read about it in the Wikipedia article. <laughs> yeah, and Very it's cool. kind of it's like a, a sequel to to the to Star Wars. It's like all the stuff that you know, twenty years later or ten years later with Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia, and it's them setting up the the Empire. But then you know, there's another another threat. It's like another way that they could go as opposed to the actual sequels that they made for the movies. Well, and purportedly the um, the latter three films are not what Lucas had plotted out. No, not at all. He said that they just he showed them what he had planned, and they just totally disregarded it. Right. Yeah, and I think that he's that <laughs> I think he's mad about that. But the rumor is they're bringing him back in the fold. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Favreau has has allowed Lucas back in the room. No, I think that John Favreau is—he's doing all right. But I think that the rest of Di- like Disney with the movies, right? Who's ever in charge? Of them. There's a lady, I forget her name, but so uh, the, the only thing of value that they did here is where they have Solo step on Java <laughs> when he steps on the tail. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You like, like that? It—it's at least it doesn't look like this kind of odd pasted and stuff. There's some attempt to kind of make the various layers of the reality mesh together. Right. It, it's, it's, it's basically, it's equal to an Ewok. 
You know, it's it's kind of a it's a dumb gag. Right, yeah, that's true. Right here. Yeah. Oh, they seem to kind of tone it down a little bit from what I remember. Yeah, I mean I remember him like squealing. Mm. But it's hard it's hard to say because again your memory will fill in blanks about this stuff. Totally. Yeah. I like this cool guy in the back with the with the uh steampunk um uh goggles on his head. I was gonna call him Bono. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh it's Bono cool. and well he's got a vi- there's a vibe to him. I'm trying to trying to get that down. I can't he's got a mustache. Like who, who is that guy? And then you've got, you know, Boba Fett. Is Boba Fett or in that, that scene? Be a lot of. But he was not in that scene originally. No, well that that scene originally wasn't I don't think Oh, it wasn't in the movie. That's right. He was there. I think he oh. like maybe there's something isn't isn't there some dialogue at the beginning of that whole sequence where he's just like Chewie do the blah blah blah? Yeah, some because it's not a necessary scene. That's why they cut no. it. It's just like Maybe our audience isn't smart enough, so we need to fill in the blank. I don't even think. I think it's just like, well, now we have this technological solution, right? We have a solution in search of a problem, oh. and so let's do this. You know, let's roll with it, which is you know perfect, perfect America in a way, right? It's like why, why Facebook rejiggers its, um, its feed every three months. <laughs> we we don't have enough hate and vitriol. How do we uh <laughs> how do we amp that up? Well guys, we gotta do something. We got <laughs> can't just sit around. Oh god. Yeah. I mean, I, so one of the things I find curious about what Lucas is doing, like both in that scene with um Darth Vader at the uh at the conference table. Yeah. Um and then at the end, you know, like um my my favorite fan fan film of all time was a, a re-edit of star Wars where right at the end he gives Chewie a medal as well. Oh God. Right. So it's like, like Lucas always has this like weird exclusionary habit with like both <laughs> Chewie and Darth Vader who are both, you know, large. Yeah. Um, and kind of, you know, not human. You're right. 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 Um, and so, you know, they don't get the medal or they don't get to sit down at the conference table. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's why it's like, yo, this guy's too big to sit at the table. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's just a, yeah. But it's like we discussed. The scene would be stupid if he was sitting. It would it would look dumb. Yeah. But it's it's it, there, there's a consistency to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's true. Um, oh, I love that cockpit in the Millennium Falcon. It just looks so mm-hmm. grimy. And it looks like um, it looks like a place where where you a, fr- you a friend of a friend lets you crash and you get too drunk there and you pass out on the couch. <laughs> oh, especially like in the, in the back room, like yeah, it's... <laughs> like the back room where like he has all the vintage uh, Atari systems or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the space age bachelor pad. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh boom. Oh, it still works, man. I think that still works. That's good. No, a lot of these, a lot of these effects aged very well. I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think the effects start to fall down in in the the heightened um, uh, heading into the 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 shooting down the Death Star. Yes, you you oh. said something really interesting to me when we were talking about Star Wars, which is kind of the genesis of this podcast. It was you you said that you rewatched that 
the run on the Death Star of the spaceships at the end, and it seemed really slow to you. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It's this that was like five or ten years ago, where I just, I mean, a, a lot of rewatching movies is is <clears throat> kind of wrestling with your memories of them. Yeah, it's true. Because um, you know, th- there's certain things that I, I really have held on to in movies. I've rewatched and looked for them, and they're not there. Huh. You know, it's just a, like 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 you're uh, you know the drop off the needle. It's just, right, yeah. You know, I'm either filling in the blank or just, you know, as it's, it's that thing where you like, you want to tell stories. And so it kind of, it morphs and, and moves a little bit. And then you go back and watch, watch the movie and you go, Oh, right. Yeah. Um, but, but more specifically what I was talking w- w- when we were talking was that the, that, that scene is supposed to be, you know, they're going fast. Like they talk about go faster. They keep yeah. talking like, like there's, and, um, just by modern standards, it doesn't look that fast. Right. Yeah. You know, there's just kind of a repetition. Yes. There are things passing by and yes, the, the um, X-wing fighter is, is slowly descending every time you see it in profile. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But the ultimate effect is like, it's not that fast. Right. Basketball is a peaceful planet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause like I I told you also from hardware wars. Yes. Oh no, I thought that was, um, Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Spaceballs. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe that wasn't Spaceballs. This is a video switcher, by the way, that little lever going down. What What do you mean? That's like a, um, so like in, in the newsroom when you have the three camera set up. Oh, yeah. The, the the lever that you see him pull down. Yeah. It's like literally they just, they, they went into the, the editing room next to the, the, the news studio. Yeah. And yeah. Um, just filmed the guy in costume. Hmm. Um, switching from camera A to camera B. Yeah, yeah, that's great. The um, and again, like the, the grimy sort of, I, I think there's definitely a bong somewhere on the on the Millennium Falcon. Like it just seems so stonery to me and filthy. Yeah, where's where's like the calendar with like the the, the sexy <laughs> girls? Yeah, yeah. Like you go to like a a a, a, a mechanics, you know? Like in, right, like, right. Like, you kind of uh, you know you're trying not to be caught looking up there. Right. Or like, yeah, the guy, yeah. Like they have the one roommate who works at the liquor store. So they have like the Schlitz girl poster or the St. Paul's girl. Yeah. Yeah. That was always awesome. Um, Oh yeah. This is the classic um, chess scene. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't fuss with that too much. Yeah. Yeah. Let wizard chess be wizards chess. (laughs) Yeah. Is that what it's called? Wizard's chess? No, no, that's a Harry Potter reference. I, it's... Oh, oh, oh. Harry Potter, man. I don't like that shit. It, it, it gets less bad as it goes on. I suppose. I know. We... Again, it's, it's a rich universe. I, yeah, yeah. You know, I was really, because I don't, I don't like those books. I always kind of was suspicious of them. And I read the first one to my daughter. And no, I think you told me about this, yeah. Did, did I? Yeah. And it was like at a time when, I think she and I were kind of, I don't know, we were kind of at loggerheads for some other reason. And then <laughs> we're like, no, I didn't like, and I don't like Harry Potter. So I was like, no, we're going to sit down. And we're going to read Harry Potter right now. And she's like, no, no. And then, you know. No, not Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. And, and she just was not interested ever. Okay. So it, to me, this is the whiniest moment for Oh, like, okay. Okay. Where, where it's like, yeah, I've flown from one side of this galaxy to the other. I've seen a lot of strange stuff, but I've never seen anything that can make me believe there's one all-powerful force. 
Okay, so the gun, the the the, the doubting gunslinger. Yeah, he's great. And again, perfect, perfect character. All right, we're get, I'm getting some weird. I got to get this sound down, but whatever. Yeah. All right, mine's totally off. I'm just hearing yours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So to me, this this is like another part of like Star Wars fandom. Is yeah. I remember in, in college, like people were really into like Wedge. Oh yeah. Oh, wet. You know, it's like like picking up this like little moment. Oh, you know, yeah. down, how make it? You know, the, <clears> like <throat> to me, the whininess of Luke became a feature. Right, right, right. But I think the the what I was gonna say though about about him being whiny is that I think it kind of what I don't I think people don't realize that Mark Hamill is actually like a, a really good actor and it's actually a pretty good performance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's just like the characters. The character is the character, and you kind of have to have these beats. And people think that they're kind of smart for picking up on the whininess of it, but I think that he's doing a, a pretty good job, and he's making it real. You know. Well, I I also think that it's it's you know you you go back and you again. There's you know Star Wars is not a film that you've seen; it's a film you've seen ten times. Right. If, if you're not a fan. <laughs> right. Um, and so you know like Luke Skywalker becomes something, but in this film, he really is still like a, he's, he's a moisture farmer. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, he's, he's not like a sophisticated worldly person at this point who, right. You know, he's, he's just, he's still even right in on this ship. He's thinking about getting power converters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's his point of comparison. Yeah. It's sort of like, you know, the kid in, uh, you know, first, Day in college or whatever, trying to talk totally. About, yeah, like you know, we're big time and trying to big time people about you know being cool in East Haven, Connecticut, or the wherever the fuck he's from. <laughs> yeah, that was just the first place I thought of. I don't know. Sir, sir, that, you're not describing us at all. No. Oh yeah, yeah. From Wyckoff, New Jersey, or from Fullerton, <laughs> California. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the way how we met. That's exactly the situation where you and I met. We're both trying to big time each other. I think. Yeah, and it worked. <laughs> oh this guy sounds like he's from a really great place yeah this guy sounds cool <laughs> we'll try to convince each other we're cool oh yeah, yeah it worked yeah then you know here we are so um, at the beginning of that scene right when they come out of hyperspace they've got the ship shaking and the camera yeah. shaking at a different rate I, I, I love that film that kind of filmmaking oh yeah that's great that's a great so detail. simple yeah absolutely yeah a lot of great hair. In, uh, and this is good, know. too, where it's like, you know, everyone, like Alec Guinness kind of has that that moment of realization. That's no moon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's really good. I mean, everybody's really good in this movie. Like, all the acting is pretty good. I think probably the worst acting job might be Harrison Ford because he's a little bit ironic. But it works. It works for the, I mean, it works in the whole movie, you know? Right. But I think that, because I, I guess that, the story is that when they first made this movie, people doubted it and whatever. And so he was trying to keep his dignity by being removed from the material, you know, mm. being a little bit ironic and whatever, a little bit arch. And so he's a little, you know, so you can see he's kind of playing it for comedy. Right. And then, but then they cut out all the comedy stuff. Well, not all of it. Cause one of my favorite moments in all of star Wars is a comedic moment 
when um Han Solo and Chewie are chasing the the stormtroopers and they chase him down the oh, hall. Oh yeah. And they like there's this storm oh this is a beautiful shot when this when the Millennium Falcon was dragged. This is through. a really nice glass shot right here. What do you mean glass shot? So so glass shots were it's a, a Hollywood special effect where they would have um it was it was back painted glass. Okay. And so like when you were looking at the profile of the Millennium Falcon going in like just that section, they would project the film of the Falcon moving across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's it's just a it's a way of you know creating it's a, it's a physical special effect. Right, right, right. Like in camera, as they say. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, oh yeah, I don't want to. So we just saw the little the the stormtroopers going by with a little like black dog on. I always thought it like looked like a dog, a little like hexagon. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the, the little dustbuster dog, whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, like, what is that thing? Yeah. Uh, again, you go. We, we, I'll go back to your comment about like technology and the internet, where it's yeah, you know, like, like oh, we really needed to like physically transport. You had to walk a USB stick over to my desk for this, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You yeah, because there's no internet. There's no. So yeah, it's 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 different kind of uh, evolution of technology where there's no, yeah, yeah there's no like chance of uh, Wi-Fi, <laughs> right, right. Like they, they invented spaceships, but not Wi-Fi. And again, fine, I can accept that. Yeah, here they go, and it's sort of like you know the cops coming in to bust your fucking cool college dorm where you have the big bong. All the stormtroopers coming into the Millennium Falcon. Got hidden by, behind the poster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so stuck on that idea, but it's really funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Um oh yeah, yeah. So the, my my favorite scene in Star Wars is when they're yeah, just Chewie and, and Han Solo are like running chasing the, the stormtroopers down the hall. And then the I think it's the same cam they don't cut and then the stormtroopers chase them back. Yes. Yeah, that's very Laurel and Hardy. Very Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I'm noticing is like the, the shots are kind of long. Very long. It's nice. This is classical filmmaking, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like this could be, it could be a movie from the 1940s. Like this would kind of be a Howard Hawks movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got, it's definitely, it's definitely has that kind of like well-made film where it's, it's right. You know, there, there's very little extra that's just kind of there. Right. You know, everything kind of, builds the moment or yeah oh yeah so the back of the stormtroopers things i it, it looks like it says oil right did oh, you ever geez. think that hang on i've never picked up on that but i'm some of this fully <laughs> willing to subscribe to it yeah there's some symbols on the back of the stormtroopers oh, like well, no, so, so i was gonna here here was a, a point i was heading towards earlier where it's like yeah, when yeah. you've watched these things over and over yeah you know like you're the main story is is there yeah yeah and so you start like really like trucking in all the minutiae right yeah so it's like wedge or you know luke's whining um which is funny because you you think of him as this major character so the fact that he's you know here in his youth essentially as a character or his character's youth yeah um he's um I'm trying to see if it does say oil. You know, he's whining, and it's it's like a, um, it's like a classic comedic. You know, you you, you know the, the, the king farting or something. Like right. That. Yeah. 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 It's it's very broad, and it 
I mean, it's very well done, honestly. I think oh, oh, yeah, I, gonna, I said before, I'm going to retract something I said before. I said that Harrison Ford is the worst acting performance. Now, C-3PO is probably the worst acting performance. <laughs> but it works. I mean, you don't even think about it. It wasn't until the... It wasn't until the prequels or the new sequels when he shows up. I'm like, oh, wait a second. C-3PO, this beloved thing from my childhood, is really fucking annoying. I had no idea. Right, right. Yeah. And also, this is one of my dumb brain things, but um, I'm like, why do robots have personalities? It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a question. Yeah. I mean, you can't like it's a boring movie if they don't. But I think the thing that this movie it act it activates your mind. You know, it act it it engages your mind in a lot of ways. Like it's it's really good visually, and it's a story that's really compelling, and the acting is very good. And so you're active, think, and you're thinking, and 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 there's enough of these like cool details. Oh, that was a nice rack focus moment. Um. There's enough details, enough good filmmaking that it rewards that sort of active uh, observation. But then, you know, there's then, so then you hit every once in a while, you hit a dead end and it feels weird. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, I mean, I, so like the modern, to me, the, the most recent, like really rich universe would be something like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Which I, picked up at some point and and i again i kind of you know fan but with asterisks where i, <laughs> I, I think some of the storytelling in that is is kind of dumb right yeah, yeah, yeah agreed um and it gets annoying when you have you know 40 characters to track um, yeah, yeah but i also think that that's part of the attraction for a lot of people right um, but and, that's, I mean, that's don't, don't get me wrong i watched it all did you um, I missed very little. Okay. Um, and it, you know, the whole like leading up to the final season. And I, I kind of had that same disappointment that everyone else did. Yeah. Um, much like I would argue many people had with the ninth film, um, <laughs> of the star Wars series. Did you watch, have you seen all nine of the star Wars movies? I have. Yeah. Um, and the ninth film I would say is a Marvel movie. Ooh, talk about that, man. He's in the model of a Marvel movie where it's just there. There's it's wall to wall action. Yeah. I'm rarely does it feel that motivated. Um, They move around places too fast. Yeah. Um, You know, I I want it to kind of have a slower build. Right. Um, I mean, if you take it in bites. Yeah. They're really good bites. Right, right, right. It's just like, you know, you got to chew the sandwich a little bit. <laughs> like if you're watching it on um, TikTok. Perfect. Yeah. Right, or like, like little robot. You have it on. So my mom would watch this movie while doing laundry. Nice. This was like her, you know, and so my, my mother probably watched this movie like once a week <laughs> for a long really? stretch of her life. Wow, um, but it was it was it was ambient. It was in the background, right? Because I, um, I that's the interesting thing is I watched this movie with your parents once. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah, you and I. We, well, I mean, you were there, obviously. I didn't watch yeah, yeah. It. But uh, but you, it it was on that weird format. You were talking about it. It wasn't laserdisc. It was 
Like your neighbors. Yeah, right at, at the time that the VHS cassette came out, um, JVC had the VHS cassette and RCA came out with something called CED, which was a, a literally a video record. So it was a, 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 a it played with a needle. Oh God. Um, yeah. It still blows my mind. It's, it's, it's one of these things where it, like my, my dad heavily invested in this technology that just went away after a few years. Right. Yeah. You know, that, we had, my, my family had a large collection of those movies. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Cause I remember it, uh, we've talked about this, but at Trinity, they had a, an enormous laser disc collection. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, I watched a lot of movies on laser disc at Trinity and I thought that was, and even at the time I was like, this is kind of weird. And I remember it was even weird that you had to flip it like a record. Yes. Yeah. That was an interesting thing to me because it was just like, clearly this is a dying technology and I get, I guess it was better visually than DVDs and some, someone along, someone must've made some executive decision like, Oh no, we're going to get all the true film movies on laser disc <laughs> at, at the library instead of DVDs. But it was cool. So yeah, I watched like four, you know, uh, 400 blows and whatever on, on laser disc. And um, rooms by yourself. Nice. Yeah. And a, and a booth. Yep. And a I booth just want to note that we're, 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 we're talking about watching Truffaut films. Well, well, they're, let's see. So our heroes are uh, shooting up the um, entrance to the prison where yeah. Princess Leia is being held. Yeah. 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 A lot of lasers. And stuff. Yeah. Do you, do you see the, this, the stormtrooper? Like, look there. Oil. Right. Oil. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I saw what you're saying. I've, I've never thought that, but, but really? it's never going to leave my mind now. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, that's what I thought. And, oh, I, and yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah. Cause they're robots. That's where they had to put the oil. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the tin woodsman. No, I, re- I remember when empire came out, like, like the whole, like Luke, I'm your father. I just refused to believe that. <laughs> Just like I like, and I, and I was like working overtime. I, I, I made a, I, I decided that like Jedi's only had one lightsaber, which is just me <laughs> making stuff up Yeah, um, to try to disprove that Luke was, you, you know, to disprove that the giant retroactive continuity of uh, Darth Vader being Luke's father. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that was in a lot of people's heads. Like there's something about the lightsabers that they're saying very like, tied to the Jedi or something like right. that. Yeah. And I, I think I might've had, I don't know if I thought he was lying. That would have been cool though. If like in the third movie, he if, had if, been lying. Yeah. Like that would have been like return. Of, like what's it? Um, the, the going from the first JJ Abrams sequel to last Jedi, where they just like kind of wiped away everything that happened in the previous movie. <laughs> and they're like no no he's not your father if they had started that earlier that would have been very funny to me and it would have kind of solved a bunch of problems too because as like great as that moment is as great as the the idea that darth vader the big villain that he is fucking you know the hero the hero's father right right as great as that is and as impactful as that is it just kind of ruins the movies. You know, it's like, it gets a little frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, are all these movies going to have to be about this one family? I guess like we're in space. 
Well, know? no, the later films are about the um, Palpatine family, right? <laughs> well, about the one, the one. No, no, no. There's, you see, there's, uh, there's the Rockefellers. <laughs> oh God, yeah. And the Kennedys. Yeah, it's funny because, like, yeah. So you have like the anti-imperialism thread of these movies, but also you have the pro-imperialism thread of the movies because it's like, oh no, there's always going to be the British royal family. Right there, you go. Yeah, there's always going to be the Rockefellers. There's always going to be the Bushes and the Clintons and. Those are the important families of the world. And those, you know, it's just the Kennedys and you know, that's who, that's who we all have to care. That's, that's really the story of the world is these families. Right. Right. And everyone else is just sort of window dressing. Yeah, exactly. And so, Which is you know, sort of funny because like, like the, the end of the movie has always been a, a tad bit of a puzzle to me, you know, where the, the award ceremony, <laughs> where it's like, like here we've got these, you know, scruffy rebels who are then, <laughs> You know, lauded by society. Yeah. Well, where do they get the medals from? Right. Right. <laughs> like, like, what What is this like official? You know, giver of medals. Right. Right. Well, it's like, did Pol Pot have like medals made? You know. Like <laughs> 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 medals. Like, you did real good, man. Here's some medals. You know. Here's- here, yeah, have a medal. Yeah, we had a, we have, um, we, you know, we can't get a, resources are scarce, but we made some gold into metals, and we have ribbon, and here we're gonna do a ceremony, and you get it. And I don't know when you get, you know, when you can use it, you know, when that's gonna gonna be helpful. But you know, have it in your house, so when the cops raid you, um, they'll find it and 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 execute you. Right, right. The yeah, proof that that you should be executed when the Oh yeah, and now we're on some of that really animated me as a kid when they go into the garbage chute. Yes, I remember being very terrified of this scene. This is terrifying. I know this. This really activated my imagination. Like the, yeah, just like because it seems filthy and it's wet, which is a great choice. Yes, and, <laughs> and standing standing in water. Yeah, look at that! Like a floating metal garbage. But it also makes it kid friendly too, because there aren't like you know like uh, chicken bones and shit. That's true. It's it's all like 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 scraps from, you know, Darth Vader's like hobby lab or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. What... I don't know why they would have thrown away this stuff. Well, it's it's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and and but but the, the, this scene also has this like, why do you have <laughs> like. Why do you have the giant squid in the trash compactor? Yeah, you know, it's such a good question, and I can't. Who also I've has a never, door. I've never what? thought of that question. <laughs> it's never occurred to me to wonder why there's like a a, a squid monster in right. the metal. Okay, squid. Wait, the trash the trash compactor that's not going <laughs> to eat up enough time or be terrifying enough. What else can we? squid let's let's put a squid in there right yeah yeah no that's you know it, it's such a great storytelling thing but it's like does the death start does like did darth vader put that there on purpose or it's it's you know lucas in the writers meeting it's like uh guys you know uh odysseus fights a squid right <laughs> like, right 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 um where are we gonna fit that in <laughs> you know young well, joe you know- is like Hey, I got an idea. What if we did this trash compactor thing after uh, the rescue of Princess Leia? Right. Well, because the genesis of these of the first one was was Flash Gordon serials. 
Okay, yes. Yeah, so that was like that kind of episodic thing. And it's like, you know, Flash Gordon would, you know, well, well now, we're in a, now we're going to a swamp planet. We have to fight a big snake or whatever bullshit, you know? So I've never seen them, by the way. I just know that they're influencing Star Wars. And um, so it makes sense in that sort of like almost dream logic of, uh, you know, black and white movie serials. Like that's that's how this makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it's also like if you, but, but again, like the movie invites you to think about it actively. <laughs> but it, it is a, it's a nice exit where it's like you, you know, you're you 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 just sort of transition from one danger to the next danger. Yeah, um, it's it almost has like video game logic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but this is so in this is so well done because it's a totally different danger than all the dangers they've encountered thus far. Right. Yeah, like all of a sudden it's like something's squeezing in on them and they have to rely on these dumb robots and where are they? Oh no. Right, apparently a forgetful robot. (laughs) (laughs) R2, R2. Yeah, that's what he's little. You know, but he's got to sell those lines, man. Like uh, people call him whiny. Oh, there he is. There's C-3PO. And I I also like this where he, he just sort of passes. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I'm a droid, so... Go get them. They're up. They're over there. Right, right, right. Yeah, and, you, and you're saying that passes because he's a he's gay, right? That that <laughs> passive or straight. There you go. See. Yeah, yeah. Now I can I can I know he's code switching. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, he didn't look imperial to me. <laughs> yeah, this is like the stone wall, the stone wall part. <laughs> There we go. Oh yeah, they, they and Han Solo with this oh his his dub piece of trash. <laughs> right. Really nope, not not really doing much the damn thing's bending again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good, man. And again, like like when you when you flip to the three PO side of things and you just hear them. Yeah. You know, yeah. like like again, great filmmaking. Don't show it to me. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, set up a situation, give me a little, you know, a sound or a blood splatter kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And just let me fill in the blanks because <laughs> I'm an intelligent human being watching. Right. The movie. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm more I'm, engaged when you do that. Right. Yeah. yeah I, t- I told you about Star Crash where the special effects were so bad and they have to explain everything that's happening in dialogue. <sighs> <laughs> it's kind of wonderful in a way. Like once you clue into that, it's very funny, but it's also like, no, this is, this is a bad movie and you know, whatever. So the, you know, the one thing is missing from this trash compactor scene spikes coming out of the wall. That, that would help. It right. would like, like if, if the, um, <clears throat> if the, uh, the trap door for the, the squid <laughs> activated yeah, um, and then spikes came out of the wall and it closed in. Yeah, well, they're like, oh, we can just lead against the wall. We'll be safe for a minute. Bam, bam, spikes. Like, oh, yeah. no. Oh, like, man. Yeah. It's so good. And, uh, you know, but yeah. it's good. I mean, the movie handles tension very well. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like you, you get a bit, you tense, release, tense, release. Um, they kind of luck into this, oh, we're getting out. Right. Open the door. Um, yeah. And then you've got Alec Guinness. Yeah. Who's just, who's, who's a legit great actor. Yeah. And Christopher Lee's really a great actor too. You know, you, but, I think you know, people, 
Obi-Wan's kind of a badass here. Too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's a badass. He's kind of... Oh, yeah, and then they, they get to swing on a rope. Mm, yes. Oh, it's so exciting. Which is exciting and kind of dumb. Yeah, but that's... that's, that's it's, why it's, it's, like, it's, it's like, you know... Uh, you know, George had a list of, of influences he needed to, to quote, and Tarzan was apparently on it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, that's the whole thing about Indiana Jones, the whole movie about swinging on ropes and stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I, re- I, I won't spend any time on this. I rewatched um, Romancing the Stone recently. Interesting. Fucking great. Really? Yeah, I was, I was shocked. I was shocked at how good it is. I remember enjoying that film, but I was 14. Yeah, I think I was in the same boat. And uh, oh yeah, uh, what's his face? The um, who's the guy? The guy is that Kurt Russell? No, no, no. Kurt Russell's awesome. I, I think Kurt Russell tried out for uh, audition for Han Solo. I could see that. And also Christopher Walken did. Oh man! <laughs> you expect me to say anything after that? I know. I know. I mean, then they did it's a true fact but then they did the whole fucking thing on um i think it was oh god i think it was kevin spacey who did the chris or walken impression on saturday night live for for star wars like chris or walken playing auditioning for star wars oh. and so yeah there's another whole because it, it was chris or walk is obviously great but then you have like this whole other sinister <laughs> undercurrent to that where he goes oh, as like You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, supposedly, Walken gave an interview once where he he says, "So first, I I, I can't do his I can't I can't do the impression." <laughs> he says he's like, "Yeah, so I, I I get a script, I go through it, and I cross out all the periods." Yeah, he crosses out all the punctuation. Right, which I'm pretty <laughs> sure is bullshit, but yeah, I, yeah, I think it's kind of bullshit, but I think I think it's true because I've written, you know, I've you know, I'm a writer or whatever. I've written scripts yeah. and and you put in commas and stuff. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh, there yeah, it so, is. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's totally like fucking. Lo- <laughs> there he is, and he oh. runs away. Oh, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> great. Oh, that's great. the best. It still works. Oh, that's so fun. Um, yep. yeah, you write a script you and you can see doors close. What's that? Like here, right here. They're going to close the door and it's like, zoop. <gasps> yeah. It's like practically a film edit. I mean, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't. Oh, and there they are and they're stuck on this door. Right. What are they going to, oh no. And then, and he just shot the thing. What are they going to do? He's got, wait, I'll use the battering. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like a whole different kind of danger. That they have to encounter. I yeah. think I think the Skywalker figure, one of the features is that he came with the utility belt. Really? By Kenner. Maybe. I don't I, I This is another thing that it's like, because they keep, they kept like re- putting out reissues of them and whatever. Oh, yeah. You know? And so like, at some point I had, um, I had a, a Luke Skywalker one that was like a little bit too muscular, I think. You know, it looked like a WWF. Oh, wait, 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 hang on, hang on. This is this scene is the music is important. Okay. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, it's so nice. You know, and she, imagine yeah. that, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, and then I, coming up is the, the, the line that I fetishized for years, which was, open the blast doors. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I don't think I remember that at all. Oh, it's, it's, um, let's see. It's, it's come, it's, it's the, the stormtroopers are following them. Oh, that's a great shot. Oh yeah. This, the camera's moving here, which is, it's moving a lot more than I remember. Cause I thought they like, Oh, that's so good. The, the door is just closing and, and Han Solo just like, jumps it through it. The blast doors. That was it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Cause, no, you, I, got, cause you got like, kind of like that. You have a good technical mind in a way. Like you well, have I pick up minutia really well. Like yeah. basically, if if there's something in life that's not going to be terrifically useful in terms of me advancing <laughs> myself, yeah, like it sticks. Right, right, right. But you also, but, but you also are, are a capable person too. You're selling yourself a little yeah. bit short, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is good. This is the first the first lightsaber battle in the history of Star Wars, and it's funny because it is such bullshit. Like just physically, in terms of physical right. acting, it's just nothing. I mean, it's thematically great. You know, it's. But I, it's, I like. I mean, I, to me, I like the camera work in it, where it, you know, they get in real close and it kind of yeah, like yeah, almost abstract. Yeah, um, it's, it's a similar vibe in um, Return of the Jedi too. Like, um, the 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 lightsaber, so. the lightsaber battle between Darth Vader and. Um, Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi is really, really well shot. It's really nice. But so it's like this. It's like very slow. And the reason why I say it's bullshit is because like the subsequent once they once they introduce computer graphics to um Oh right. Like the Star Wars everybody's like jumping yeah. around and whatever, you know. Like, no, you know, this is this the, is like um the two of them did have fencing classes yeah. at some point in their background. Yeah. Um, but Lucas didn't really let them use much of that, and and he was he he had them redo them hitting swords in one way a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't really, but it, it kind of sells the danger of the lightsabers too. Yeah, like they're being very cautious with it. Now okay. this I love. When I just recently saw this, I thought, now that's a really good detail where the stormtroopers are like. Let's go watch this. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I never just, it. Like we're gonna completely abandon our post. Right. <clears throat> oh yeah. Well, they're gonna watch. Well, also, it's like Darth Vader is the fucking. He's the guy, and it's like, oh well, he can handle this, you know. Oh, uh, there he goes. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And apparently they never taught stormtroopers how to shoot <laughs> or, or they're like insane. Like may, maybe blasters are insanely inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought, I thought they kind <clears throat> of solved that equation when they're like, Oh no, they're all clones. And so ergo they suck, you know? So this is all just like cheap labor. There's, you know, they're slaves. Right. Right. You know, how much can you expect from slaves <clears throat> that we, built in a lab very possible very possible but then they ruin that by saying that like no stormtroopers are are guys right 
but they're also but they're still slave labor. I mean, they're slave labor. You know, they don't give a shit. That's what's right. It does work because like yeah, they're like a uh, the new movie. The the one cool thing of the new movie was the black dude. Um, yes. Yeah, the black dude who was like the former the the former stormtrooper, and then he quits being a stormtrooper. Oh, this is also hilarious. Like fucking um princess leia she's comforting looks like i'm sorry this guy you just met died also my my entire planet blew up right yeah it's a really interesting moment of sympathy you know um almost like like you know you should see a therapist lady but um yeah yeah the cool thing about codependent yeah totally well it's just you know I get, I, there's this thing about Princess Diana, like when she met Prince, like she was too sympathetic about people. Mm-hmm. So when she met Prince Charles, it's just a, you know, a shitty lizard person, you know, she's like, oh, he's a little sad. I could love him. You know, so that's like, that's like fucking uh, Princess Leia right here. 